You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in. It is Monday, June the 22nd. This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And another interesting, wonderful weekend in the world of sports. Not a ton of football talk today, but we are going to lead off with a little bit of it. Before we do that, though, everybody that jumps in, you know what to do. The chat is right there in the bottom left corner of your screen. We'll uh, we'll rehash that momentarily when we get more in. Uh, but the website, winningcureseverything.com, is up. It is live the new layout is rolling right along. I will have a, a new post up tomorrow. I'll have a new post up uh, later on in the week. Uh, going to start adding a little more written content to it as, as I can find time, of course. We're going to be gearing up for college football season. So we're going to put a, a few things out there into the uh, universe. So go check it out, winningcureseverything.com. You can find all of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms over there. Make sure you are subscribed on all the different live feeds. We're on Periscope. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We are on Facebook. Make sure that you are subscribed at every one of those. And if you ever miss the live show, of course, the podcast. Make sure that you drop in to Apple Podcasts, whatever. Leave a nice review and subscribe to that bad boy. And then uh, once you do that, you can unsubscribe and resubscribe again. You know, make the numbers look good. So, uh, let's go ahead and and jump into the chat. Ben jumps in. He said, what's up? It's 100 degrees out here. Ben, where are you? I don't know where you are. It's it's raining its rear end off right here. I mean, it's it's pretty bad out there. Uh, and it's it's only, you know, upper 70s. Uh, Michael jumps in on Twitch. Happy Monday, fellas. Hope you all had a great Father's Day. I did. Uh, it was it was pretty good. I mean, I got some great food. I, I got burn-ins last night from, uh, from Wolf River Brisket. Good stuff. Oh, Ben's in Sacramento. 100 degrees in Sacramento. How? Uh, he said Emmett versus Burgos was the hell of a fight. Fight of the year candidate. Um, so I had to go back and watch that on replay, uh, because I heard so many people talking about it. I didn't get to watch it live on Saturday night, but, uh, but yes, that was an incredible fight. Uh, the Blades fight was incredibly boring, like just, uh, but you knew it was going to be, you know, he's a wrestler, 
Volkov is a, a stand-up guy. At the only chance for Blades really was to uh, take him to the ground. He got 14 takedowns in that fight. Tied a UFC record. So, not something that's, uh, you know, incredibly entertaining. But, you know, he won the fight. So, cheers to it. He ran out of gas uh, after the third round. But, anyway, we'll get off UFC. Let's dive into football talk for today. And, of course, as much as we hate it, we have to get into the political side of things. We talked about it on Friday. Uh, Michael said Blade just laid on the guy the whole fight. Yeah, he did. It was boring. Um, we talked about it on Friday about the NCAA and the SEC coming out and discussing the uh, the state of Mississippi flag needing to change or they will not allow championship events to be held in the state. Today, the governor of the state of Mississippi came out with a statement, and I want to go ahead and read it. The guy's name is Tate Reeves. He said, over the last several years, I have repeatedly warned my fellow Mississippians that any attempt to change the current Mississippi flag by a few politicians in the Capitol will be met with much contempt. If the leadership in 2001 had not put it on the ballot, then the conversation may be different. But they did. And therefore, we must work together to find a solution where, when everyone has their say, we can come back together as a family and prosper. We must work together to find a solution that, once all is said and done, Unites us as a people proud of our future. I've been thinking and praying hard about the best way to accomplish that. Over the weekend, there has been a proposal floating amongst some of the legislature to create a second Mississippi flag. Let's call it the, quote, separate but equal flag option. While well-intentioned, I'm sure, it does not meet the threshold. Any similar plan would actually accomplish the exact opposite of our stated goal. It would actually divide our state more. I don't believe it would satisfy either side of this debate, and I don't think it is a viable alternative. And the biggest response to that was Kylan Hill, who is the starting running back for the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Kylan Hill had the option to go to the NFL, probably would have been a, uh, a rather high draft pick, I would guess third, fourth round, somewhere around there. Uh, he can catch the ball out of the backfield, whatever. He came back to school, though, to represent Mississippi State, he jumped in and said, either change the flag or I won't be representing this state anymore, and I mean that I'm tired. And it wasn't just him. A lot of his teammates have jumped on the bandwagon and said the same thing. And while I would like to think that the NCAA coming in, you know, my initial response was the NCAA doing this, a lot of baseball fans, they're surely they're not going to sit back and just let the NCAA take baseball regionals out of this state. And yet Chris sent over an image of the governor of Mississippi from this past election cycle, which was in 2019. It was just last fall. This I, is less than a year ago. This is like nine months ago. This is the picture of the governor of the state of Mississippi. Just hold it still. You can see it. There you go. So if you're watching the show live, that was a that was a speech that he gave while running for office in Vicksburg, Mississippi. State of Mississippi, to be governor of Mississippi, and that guy won the election. My when I sent that over, you can take it down now. Yeah. When when I sent that over, I made it clear that I don't think there's any way on earth this gentleman, I use the word gentleman pretty loosely there, is ever going to have this flag changed because. It is a part of him. You don't stand on a stage like that if that is not a part of who you are in your identity. 
Well, Chris hey. also brought up that uh, that he went to Millsaps. He did not go to yeah, Ole Miss. He is not an Ole Miss guy. And he's not a state guy. He yeah. don't give a damn about those two schools. Yeah, it's really it, so. There were a number of disheartening things in his statement. Uh, the first, the the separate but equal flag, like that just. I, at least he did say, I don't think this meets the threshold. Listen, you don't need to even tell the public that somebody thought of that idea. Okay? Yeah. These are people you're listening to. These are right? people that were voted into office. I don't need to. First, you, listen, let's go back to, to the, the office, okay? It's really fun to laugh at the losers. We don't need to talk about the rejects, all right? Don't tell me all the bad ideas that you're saying no to. That That's not leadership. That doesn't make you sound smart or make us trust your leadership, all right? Yeah. Because you said no to a bunch of bad ideas, you told us about those, doesn't help anybody. We want to hear the good idea. Yeah, come up with something. Uh, the other thing that was incredibly disheartening, he is still harping on the fact that this was voted on in 2001. The world has because completely he changed. Want to do it. He doesn't want to change. Agreed, agreed. No. But but saying that if it was voted on 20 years flag, ago. He will vote now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's – so So tell me uh, – hold on. Michael said, wow, people complain that they either vote for these people or don't vote at all. In Cali, we have politicians that have done nothing, yet they still get elected. And then he said Pelosi. I Yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot of it. Um, and hopefully, you know, voter registration is way, way up in basically every state right now. So you would hope that people will get out and vote. Um, you know, it, tell me what you think, Chris, it would take for this state flag to change. Or is there a way to? I, 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 I fully believe this guy is not going to do it. So the only thing I can think of is somebody through legislation proposes that does whatever the legal ramifications are to force another election for us to vote on the flag specifically, and and it passes. My problem is, and my fear is, I don't know that it passes because I do think it needs to change. You and I have made that clear what we would vote, and we know many, many, many people that would vote for it. We also know many, many people that are very upset that they have to change this flag. So I, I sent that flag Friday evening after the show, day ended, went outside the back deck, had a few pops, and uh, I sent that to a friend of mine who texted me earlier the day and was just like, what's going on in Mississippi, man? Like, tell me what it's like because he doesn't live here. And I sent him that picture, and I said, this is the guy, this is our voice of reason. This is our leader. This is the person that's going to make this decision. And I said, how shitty is that? And this was, this. now it could have been the boozing hitting, to get a little emotional when I drink. His response kind of twisted my thinking. He said it could be worse. And then about three minutes later, he finished his statement. He said, you could be black and live in Mississippi. And I thought, I don't know. I, I I don't like that flag. I want the flag changed. I've been pro. I don't know that I ever thought as simple as that. Yeah. As much as I want it changed, I've never actually put myself in the shoes of black people in Mississippi that are stuck in this shithole. Yeah. Um, and and that, it's that just kind of changed my. No, it, it never. It didn't even change my opinion. It just changed. 
You're thinking all. I don't know. It just made me. Yes, it made me feel different. My my opinion is made up. I I, I believe what I believe. It strengthened my belief, but it also gave me a different level of compassion that I didn't have and empathy that I didn't have. Not that I wasn't compassionate or empathetic. I just never even thought of it like that. I never even thought, wow, I do think it sucks to live here, but I never thought about what it's like for them to live here. Well, and that's, uh, it, that is the big thing that Kylan Hill is jumping in on. And it, it won't be just him. There will be no. students that will sit out over this issue. Now, it's, it's kind of crazy. Uh, let's see. Ben said, does Mississippi State fly the flag? No. Uh, they and Ole Miss, and I believe Southern Miss, have all agreed to not fly the state flag. Uh, Michael said, who do people in your town community uh, think about the flag? I'm thinking you meant what do they. Um, it, the what people that we know. Uh, I think, I think the people that I know are very split on it. Like, my, I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and say this. I have family members that are conservatives that would be perfectly fine with getting rid of it. They they think it's a hindrance yes. on this state. So when I say split, it's not fifty fifty, and it's not you know every every Republican friend or conservative friend I have thinks we have to change or have to keep it. But but there there is a there's a big enough number of people that I know that think we should keep it. That I it it worries me on will it pass if we put it to a vote, which is why I don't think this is something that should be voted upon. This is something a leader should be able to say, okay, it's yeah, time we're to changing make a change. Yeah. And you don't have to ask permission of everybody. We don't vote on everything the governor does every day, okay? That person is supposed to be a strong enough leader to where they can make decisions, justify them, explain why they did what they did, and move forward, okay? It's why they were elected. If we're just going to vote on everything, we don't need a governor. We're just going to vote on every problem. Yeah. Ben said, uh, does opinion on the flag change in different regions of the state? Yes, 100%. Yes, 100%. So, but I think that happens in every state, right? It's you, You've got different sections yeah, of the state. Mississippi's no different than most. I mean, yeah. up the northern Mississippi that borders Memphis is very much memphis light. We are more involved in the suburbs of being the Memphis city than we are anything in Mississippi the Gulf coast is very much a coastal town like any other beach coastal tourist town. Yeah. Community. And then everything in the middle is the Mississippi Delta. And it is what you think of when you think of rural Mississippi. When you, so you've got on, you've got Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, and then over on the side of that is, is more Delta. And then over on the Alabama side, uh, it is, you know, a lot of woods, a lot of everything else. So it's, it, it's split a lot. Um, Michael said, sorry for the typo. I would guess in Mississippi you have a bunch of older conservative people that would want it kept the same just from the outside looking in. Yes, there are a lot of those. Um, yeah. And those people are the people with the money, by the way. Those are the people that these, these politicians raise money from. That's, that's the biggest issue with money in politics is those who have money make all the rules because they are the ones that have the influence. Tate Reeves doesn't give a damn what I think. Okay, because yeah. I've never donated a penny to his cause, and he knows I'm not donating to his opposition's cause because I don't have the money to donate. The the biggest companies in the state are Toyota, Nissan, etc. 
Uh, and I don't think that they really care. Those, those, are two big ones. those are two big ones. Yeah. A lot of farming industry in this state, a lot of money in farming. The only thing that would change this, I think, would be bigger companies pulling out of the state. And I don't know that there's enough big ones to do that or that would do that. Well, I think if they're here, they're here for a reason. They're here because it's financially beneficial for them to be here, and it would cost an absorbent amount of money to leave. Yes. Uh, Michael said, I think putting it to a vote would be the right thing to do. The only issue is if they vote to keep it, then what happens next? That, that's why I don't, that's why I'm, a, I'm actually afraid. It's so insane. It goes against everything I believe in a democracy, by the way, that I am afraid of the outcome of the vote. Therefore, I don't think we should vote on it. Because I just think at some point in time, right is right and wrong is wrong. And yeah. there shouldn't be a vote on right and wrong. If you've got people that believe wrong, it's okay. And nobody gets hurt by the changing of it. You know what I'm saying? We're not. Yeah. We're I, think not it, I think it actually helps. Death. Yeah. You know? I think it's okay if you just make an executive decision to say enough time has passed. Let's change this thing. Yes. Yes. I agree with you. Um, let's, let's dive off of that. Let's get out of politics for a little bit. Let's, let's talk about some, some better news, some, uh, some more exciting things on the horizon. Apple TV and Amazon are getting ready to dive into the live sports game. So, saw this on several of the the tech-savvy newsletters today. Um, Amazon, last year, streamed the Premier League matches for the first time. It dropped $112 million for the right to broadcast 60 matches over three years. Uh, Amazon is offering, right now, uh, the Premier League on Twitch, which I didn't even realize that Amazon... Bought Twitch. Did you even know that? Like, I had no idea. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. So, they bought Twitch in 2014 for one billion, or almost a billion dollars. Uh, the matches will be played in empty stadiums, so Amazon is adding uh, optional synthetic cheering noises from EA Sports. You know, blah, 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 blah. Now, they are starting to encroach on Cable's sacred turf. Um, live sports are a, a big reason why a lot of people have not cut the cord yet. But, uh, Apple just hired a former Amazon sports executive to lead Apple TV Plus, right? It's it's a new sports division that they're coming up with. It is reportedly looking to invest in live sports, including college football, which is something that we have talked about for a long time. Michael said, add Google in there. Yeah, you, YouTube TV is, is big on this already. Um, but Amazon, who recently signed a deal with the NFL for the right to stream 11 Thursday night football games a year on Prime and Twitch, Amazon first acquired the rights back in 2017. The deal is the biggest. Uh, It is reportedly over $200 million. The takeaway is big tech companies can afford to give away things that should be expensive. We pay a ton of money for cable and all that kind of mess for sports rights. Amazon and Google and Apple, etc., this is a drop in the bucket for them. This is nothing. And they can afford to bring in massive audiences uh, ben jumps in and said, the world will be ruled by Apple and Amazon in 10 years. Uh, brother, 10 years is a long time. I think, I think it's coming sooner than that. Uh, this, is, this is a major thing. Uh, it says, companies like Amazon, Apple, and Google rake in so much from their main hustles that they can afford to throw billions at growth inside gigs like video streaming that can significantly undercut existing players like cable providers who can't afford to give away their main product for free. Uh, legacy cable is bound to lose in a price war with text video streaming lost leaders. The fact that they are putting together these live sports divisions, 
means that very soon um, we will be moving to where NFL Sunday Ticket is going to be on Amazon or on Apple TV Plus or where it comes with your subscription. All of these different things are going to move that direction. And it's it's going to happen sooner than later, I feel like. Uh, Chris, go ahead and give me your thoughts here. Is this a good move? Uh, so, good or bad, I don't know the answer to, but I think it's going to happen. I'm with you. I mean, we've, we've talked about it a little bit in the past. And, and yeah, I, I think, I think they're smart to do it. I think they're really good investments. I don't know anybody. I mean, I've heard the former executive from ESPN who's now with, uh, the zone. Uh, John's got it. Yep. I've heard him go on Bill Simmons podcast and several other podcasts talking about what made money in ESPN, what didn't. And, Yes, they pay obscene amounts of money for rights for live sports, but they he said they've never once made a bad investment on live sports. Never. They've gotten returns on their money in the major positive for all live sports that they've ever invested in. And and sometimes you feel like there's no way this deal is going to pay off. They're asking so much. The asking price, the bidding price is getting so high this is going to be the loser, and this is what takes me down as an executive. And he said it just never did. It just never happened. Um, I I think the – I will tell you, the older I have gotten, when I was a younger man, I did not care about any of this. The older I have gotten, all I care about is who are you hiring to announce these games. That's it. <laughs> That's, I know that seems like the most ridiculous thing. I don't care where I can find it. Because I've made it known, I will pay whatever it costs to get the NFL Sunday ticket. I will pay. I'm not watching the mandate. I'm not watching Texans Jags when I have 20 other games to choose from. I'm not doing it. Okay, I'm just I'm watching what I want to watch, and I don't want it to be the red zone all the time. I want to pick what I want to pick, and I'll pay whatever it costs. Okay, I'll go wherever I have to go to get it. But what I complain most about is, is when I have just the worst people on the planet calling my games. Ben jumped in on Twitch, by the way. He said, hire the whole Gruden family for Monday Night Football. No, no, no. <laughs> I will. This, is, this will cause major problems at Apple if you do that. That, yeah. will, that will cause great amounts of problems. Michael said, I like to see competition in this space. I'm sick of DirecTV and other cable companies overcharging people. DirecTV monopolizes the space for the have, Sunday ticket. I have, been, I have been married to this company for so long because of one product. Every person I know on the planet has left DirecTV for cheaper options. And I am the last of the Mohicans just holding on for dear life because I can't get rid of the Sunday ticket. And hopefully, sooner than later, it will switch over and you'll be able to do something different. So, And you got that fast internet now, so you no, should be I'm able, not worried about that. Yeah, no, not, not, not worried about that whole thing. All right, let's, uh, let's dive off of that one. Let's talk actual, real football. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Dak Prescott. It was announced this morning he is going to sign his franchise tender. I believe the total is $31.4 million for this year. And they are going to continue contract negotiations Moving towards the NFL deadline, uh, I think it is. Uh, I think this was a smart move by him. I don't think you were going to get more than this anywhere else. Uh, go out, play another prove it year. Like I understand, you know, it, the four years leading up to it should have been your prove it years, but you're in a fantastic spot right now. Uh, go out and play, make thirty something million dollars. I mean, that's more than he has made. In the entire life of his first four listen, years. Listen, if they're not prepared, if if they're not prepared for next year's draft or for life without Dak after this, they'll franchise you again. Yeah, which will be even more money. Forty something million next year. Yeah, I mean it's it, this is incredible wealth, right? Incredible and then wealth. Somebody will give you a Kirk Cousins deal yes. for three years and thirty million a piece, and so over the five years of that you've played, you got you know, 30 to $40 million. That's and, and a hell of a deal. You've also got uh, more teams that will figure out what their quarterback situation is. A, like, everybody right now likes their situation. Yes, so, that, the hardest part is, is we have too many quarterbacks and not enough jobs, which we've never had since I've been watching football. Now, we, we don't know necessarily that that means that everybody's going to be good. It obviously no, doesn't. No, 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 no. It means that everybody has found a, a spot other than Cam Newton and then Jameis Winston is a less than a million dollar a year backup. The, like, the, the GMs are married to certain people because their job depends on it, okay? Yes. The GM in Chicago made a deal for Nick Foles that anybody in the world, I, I just believe, is a fireable offense because you gave up assets and you're way grossly overpaying Nick Foles for what you could have had. Um, uh, Cam Newton for zero assets given up, and all you had to do was wait an extra month and a half. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I just don't. I just don't understand it. You gave up extra assets to get Trubisky. Failed experiment. That's fine. You know you've got a losing hand. You fold that hand. I, I appreciate the value of being smart enough to do that. But then you just grab at the first thing you can grab, and you don't look at the market, you don't play the field, you don't figure anything out, you just get desperate and you just grab at straws. This is what you get. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. That guy should be fired. Joseph Gomez jumps in and said, uh, first off, Troy Aitman gives me an ulcer when he tries to uh, predict a play. <laughs> He's, dude, that guy has such a complex from Tony Romo. Yes. He was pretty good, and then Romo got in his world, and now he is just so self-conscious. Oh, it's, yeah. It's kind of sad. Well, I mean, Troy Romo was actually playing in somewhat of the modern NFL. At, Troy never did. So, never, you never know. did. Uh, Joseph said, no way the Chargers like their situation. Uh, they they claim they do. I mean, they just drafted a new guy. So, we'll see. Uh, Matt said, Dak to New Orleans when Breeze retires. I don't know that I – I don't know that I buy that. 
I don't think he fits uh, what they do. But maybe I'm wrong. Oh, I, I don't know. I think Sean Payton can do anything with anybody. I, well, think, I think that's wrong. I, I think I think they would rather keep Jameis uh, than try and hire Dak Prescott for forty million a year. Like I don't know that. I don't know that. I mean, you you might be right. Who knows? Uh, let's see. Damien Estrada. No, I'm saying the problem the Saints are going to have is Captain. That is a team that lives like a prize fighter, baby. They spend every nickel they make the second they've made it. They got no money in the bank whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to have Captain to pay Jameis. Uh, Damian Estrada said Dak is just a kiss ass because don't nobody want uh, don't nobody wants him especially for forty million which he is definitely not worth. Oh, he ain't uh, worth forty million dollars. No. There's no way whoever pays him forty million dollars, I believe will it'll it'll greatly affect their franchise in a negative way. And uh, I like Dak as a dude, but I he ain't that great. Uh, Matt Miller said uh, or Chicago. Uh, he was talking about the uh, the breeze like when New Orleans uh, comes up. Um, I mean, Dak, Dak, I could see Dak in Chicago, I guess, maybe. Chicago was married to Foles for two years based on that deal, so. Yeah, yeah, they got to figure something out. You got $50 um, million dollars coming to him in the next two years. They're not giving that up. Guaranteed. Uh, Michael said the Chargers keep telling themselves that they love their quarterback situation. Then he said Dak to Indy would not be bad. Uh, and then Ben said, who keeps telling Dak he is worth so much money? Uh, that would be his agent. His agent. Um, <laughs> Jose jumped in. He said if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, Jerry Jones is going to sign a different quarterback. I think so, too. Yeah, I think so. I, I really believe that. And then Michael said, whoever pays Dak $40 million needs to be drug tested. Yeah. I think I might agree with that. I mean, well, I mean that would be a good money. fit in Indianapolis, then. That's, a, that's an owner that couldn't pass the drug test. So. <laughs> I completely forgot about Ursay. <laughs> uh, Dude, called methamphetamines multiple times. Yeah, like did several DUIs. And, He's just and got money else. to fix uh, those teeth, all right? But he is no different than the junkie on the side the street. He's just rich. Damian Estrada said, hell no, I would rather have Kaepernick than overrated Dak in Chicago. I, I think Chicago just oh, wants wait. a competent quarterback. I, I, yeah, they, they are built for a competent quarterback to look really, really good right now. Yeah, They really are. The problem is, in two or three years, will they be? Because the NFL teams, guys get old fast in the NFL. And, you know, right now, some of these guys are coming into their prime, and they got a few good years. But we're talking, if you give Foles two more years, three years from now, what does that team look like? Nobody in the world knows what their team looks like in three years. Yeah. Yeah. Because half those veterans will be gone. I mean, the average length of anybody's career is only three years. Now, you're so right about a, that. a fraction of your young guys will be gone. Uh, Michael jumps in and said, Ursay is my favorite. He gave us Manning. And then Joseph said, didn't Ursay get caught with a pound of cocaine and he's free? Uh, yeah. I'm telling you. That's what money gets you. Yeah, That's there's a lot of uh, guys that, that are of the same wealth level of NFL owners that have been caught with probably worse and, and are roaming around free. Uh, Matt Miller yeah. said Chicago would take anyone. Jay Cutler is the best quarterback they've had in the last 30 years. Uh, Michael Fritz said the Colts in general are great, Elway and Manning. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Now, we, hey, we don't hate the Colts. I mean, we should. No, We're in Tennessee no, Titans I, country, but no, I, I like I like the Colts organization. I like I am a big Frank Wright believer, so I got a lot of emotional investment in him being. There you go. I really. I can believe it. I can believe it. All right, let's move on. Let's talk uh, baseball for a little bit, and we're not going to talk the uh, the terrible stuff about who are we going to have a season? Are we not? They're shutting down uh, training camp locations again because of 
you know, the pandemic and whatever else. Uh, it was it was reported today. I was going to say announced, but it was reported today that Alex Rodriguez is part of a group along with J Lo uh, that they're going to go in and buy the Mets. Have you seen this? Yep. I'm a little <laughs> Michael said baseball. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> right? And we don't even know anymore. It's a, it's uh, a sport that used to be played and might not ever play again. Listen, if you're an owner of an MLB, MLB team, if you sell right now and then something happens and the league just blows up, is that like the greatest hoodwink swindle of all time? Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> uh, you bought something that completely is dissolved now? Yeah, just evaporated. It's like it's like you just burned money. You know that? Uh, you know the Dark Knight... Uh, when the Joker yeah. comes in and he lights yeah, that entire pile of money on fire. The Joker just set money on fire. There you go. Uh, let's see. Matt said, uh, wait, according to MLB owners, they aren't profitable. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Damien said, virtual baseball season is the future. And then Matt said, why would A-Rod buy them? Uh, because they are, in fact, profitable. Like, it's, they, they, they are profitable. It's a trophy buy as well. Yes. Like, I mean, this is just... Some people want to own big famous things and be a major decision maker in those things. I think A-Rod would probably be a pretty good owner. I think he would be as well. Uh, and it, it's just him as part of this bigger group. Well, yeah, all, yeah, no one person owns many of these teams. Now, you back buy, in the day when you could buy them for $500,000, lots of people just own them by themselves. But. You, you buy a professional sports franchise in New York, Chicago, or L.A., Yep. And it is going to balloon in, in uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not investment. In, it's No, it's just, a va- it's just its value. value. It's a value. Yeah, the value is going to balloon over the years because of where it is, the amount of people it can reach, et cetera. It's going to be worth way more in 10 years well, than it is right now. Just in fact of the property value of owning the stadium, in which I believe the Mets do, so you get the stadium. It's not a city ball stadium, I don't think. Um, just just that property in 10 years from now will be double what it's worth today. Yes. Um, Michael said, A-Rod is a tool. I would enjoy seeing him buy an MLB team, and then it tanks. Uh, Jose said, we need to change. If he could afford it, if he could afford it, it's good. Yeah, I, no, I think so, too. I, I think this is a good move. I, I, I've i never been an A-Rod fan. One of my favorite moments in life was when VTech beat the hell out of him. That was, that was good. <laughs> um, but, uh. The way yeah. that he shifted, by the way, is is very strange. It, you remember when when Derek Jeter was playing, everybody loved him, yeah. and now A Rod, when he was playing, when he was going through all the steroid stuff and whatever, everybody hated him. Once he became a Yankee, and now he's pretty beloved. No, he's MLB been great game. on MLB yeah. uh, Network. He's been really, really good. And listening to him call games is really good. Oh, he's fantastic. He's super knowledgeable, and he talks a lot about like I don't know why. He's willing to say things that are hard. He'll question, I don't know why they did this. They should have done this, this, and this. And then he gives the explanation for why he thinks, like, he second-guessed them. And that is just rare to find anybody who's willing to question and challenge what you're seeing on the field because we just assume all these managers, all these coaches get paid so much money, they all the moves that they make are right. Yeah. And and to hear somebody in the broadcast challenge them and then teaches you about the game, it, it's just it's just really nice to hear. I hated him when he was playing. 
you know, I, but now that he's out of the game and he just talks about the game, I'm very, I mean, this is something I've always been good at anyway, is compartmentalizing everything in my life. I don't know if that's a, a defense mechanism or, or what that is in my brain, but <laughs> a, a rod outside of, outside of playing baseball is a completely different person than a rod in baseball. And yes. I hated him then. I'm always going to hate that. And, and this A-Rod I'm fine with. And I want him to buy the Mets. I think he'll be a good owner. I kind of want him to stick it up the ass of the Yankees. I kind of want him to see, <laughs> can I turn this team into the premier team in New York? And I'll tell you this, if he can do that, he'll 100 times his investment. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Michael said the only thing he's done uh, with his life is date J-Lo. She needs to be drug tested. Um, J-Lo's hot, man. Ooh, good gracious. Damien said... Uh, and he just wants to own the Mets because he knows that nobody is going to steal the Mets memorabilia like they didn't with his Yankee stuff. Uh, <laughs> the Mets suck. They're wasting DeGrom's career. This has been, by the way. He said their yeah. most known defender is that stupid apple. It keeps a lot of ground rule doubles from becoming home runs. Um, let's see. Matt Miller jumps in. Coming from a Yankee fan, we hated A-Rod when he played for us. He is a tool, but he's become much more comfortable in his own skin than he used to be. Uh, Michael said, why doesn't he buy the Rays or Marlins? They have to be so much cheaper. Well, the Marlins were just bought by... Uh, by Derek Jeter, Jeter's and, group, yeah, and the Rays. Uh, I mean, they're not for sale, but I mean, they're dirt cheap, right? You don't want to, you don't want to buy a Florida-based team because they have no fans, and yeah. so much. We're learning about a little bit about MLB's economics. Some of these teams don't make money, and they just wait for the team to grow in evaluation as the league gets more money. Excuse me, in in their pot, but and that's that's the Florida-based teams. Those New York teams, Boston, the the West Coast teams, St. Louis, if you got a big fan base, Chicago, you make money every year off of selling out stadiums and memorabilia, tickets, concessions, all those things. New York, you can make money every year. Yeah. Damian jumped in and said he could buy the Astros. Uh, <laughs> Michael said if he buys the Mets, can we demand J-Lo as the mascot? Listen, I I'll tell you this, he that. came by the Astros. That is that is flat out wrong. That Astros owner is a gazillionaire. Yeah, okay? he, he ain't selling. Hey, Rod got punk money to compare to that guy. Um, let's see, Ben jumping in uh, earlier. I want to get back to what he said about the Mets suck. They're wasting DeGrom's career, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, not necessarily. It was not that long ago that they were in the World Series. Yes, they yeah. lost the World Series, but they have had injury problems the last two seasons. Like, the but, Mets have had... More injuries than their any biggest, other team in baseball. Their biggest issue is is they can't put it all together. They their pitching has been unbelievable. And I love I was wanting so bad a baseball season. I got one friend that's a really big Mets fan. And we talk a lot of baseball. And I told him at the end of last year, when the Mets at like kind of the trade deadline, like that second trade deadline, went and got stroke. I know we're getting way baseball centric and people don't care. <laughs> Or turning it off as they speak, they That's went it. and got they went to, and traded for Strowman from from the Blue Jays, yeah. and I was just like, "Holy shit!" That pitching rotation next year is going to be sick. Beat those guys in a seven game series. They just got to put up three four runs a night, and that is it. And they just got to find offense, and then we're not going to get to see that season, and that sucks. Yeah, I think the Mets are close. Offensively, they got a long way to go, and the problem is, is they built around pitching, and the game has just become so hitting citric. Oh, one hundred percent. Ben said they fell off a cliff. Uh, Matt said twenty fifteen they were in the World Series. Pitching can't stay healthy was the problem. It wasn't just pitching; it was also that offense completely dropped off. 
Uh, Michael said, New York fans are spoiled. Try being a Rockies fan. Yeah, that's that's tough, brother. Oh, no, no tough. doubt New York fans are spoiled. Listen, yeah. all of those all those Northeast school, uh, teams are all spoiled. Red Sox, but, but, yeah, I mean, Boston fans are the most spoiled in any sport division. Well, especially over, over the last 20 years. Of the world, yes. And for 20 years, they've got like 19 championships, okay? That's, that's unheard of. I get it. You're right. Even Mets fans who haven't won anything. The problem is, is in New York, this is what I know about New Yorkers, you're either a Yankees-Giants fan, which tells me you're just a homer, or you're a Mets-Jets fan, which tells me you're probably into some kinky shit because you just like torture. Uh, <laughs> Damien, Damien said, damn it, he can buy the Bengals if he wants to go cheap. No, even the Bengals are worth more than the Mets, brother. Oh, no, uh, you can't buy an NFL team. No. You, J-Lo and A-Rod can team together with 20 people their level, and they're still the brokest NFL owners there are. Uh, ben said, try being an A's fan. Yeah, no, agreed. Agreed. It's oh, tough. no, no, there are we way get more. Hang on, no, Oakland people can eat my ass, all right? <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear you cry when you got the Warriors just – just lopping up but everything. They, but they okay? don't anymore. The Warriors are over in San Francisco now. Oh, my gosh. They moved across the bay. And then they, they moved, lost the Raiders. They moved, they moved from Olive Branch to West Memphis. All right? That's like a 45-minute drive. People in California are so used to getting places in 20 or 30 minutes. Oh, it's so far away. Dude, I'd put 150 miles a day on my vehicle. Drive across the street. It's fine. That's why they built that damn bridge, isn't it? So you could drive? Yeah, pretty much. Michael said, uh, Ben, you're in Cali. You can be a Giants fan just across the bay. That's <laughs> where God. Oh, uh, God. Uh, all right, let's let's close out today's show. Let's let's switch up this last topic. NHL. We're oh. getting into all of these uh not not the primetime sports like we're used to talking about. Obviously, we are a football centric podcast, a football centric show, but I like hockey. But but Chris likes hockey. We we like baseball. I like watching I like hockey. hockey. Yeah, and it once it gets in the playoffs, I'm all about some hockey. But I don't really know that much about it. Chris knows a lot more than I do. The NHL is loosening uh, their restrictions in phase two. They're going to start allowing workouts with up to twelve skaters. Uh, you told me that phase three starts on July 10th, and then this, we're looking. This is, yeah, the the thing so, about hockey in, in phase two is is. When I first read that, I was like, oh, great. Now 12 people can work out. Good thing they got, like, a 19-man roster. You know, half of them get to still stay home. That doesn't make any sense to me. But then I realized Phase 3 is coming. I don't know the details of Phase 3, but it's just right around there. I mean, it's like two and a half weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, they're not – once they've got to Phase 2, they're rapidly getting this thing ramped back up to try to figure out finishing that season. And uh, I'm excited because we're going to move right into playoff hockey, and it's going to be awesome. Do they have a? Um, da, 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 I'm looking for. You're, you if you're going to ask me details, I no. no I was going to ask about a, a a date, like a start date. Do they ever come out with a start uh, date? Um, I'm sure it's there. I don't think it's in that article I sent you though, because I I was looking for, I was looking for just that. Let's see. Nope. Still on track for July 10th, which is the opening of Phase 3. Three. That's 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 the only date that I saw was Phase 3 is coming quickly. I was wondering, does it have a link to get us to? It does not appear to right now. Yeah, I didn't. I, didn't, I would have looked for that because that was something I was curious of, but it was right when we were about to start. 
did I did that come out? So I was like, well, shit, let me throw this on here. Good gracious. All right, let me let me dive back into the comments to close out the show here. Uh, Matt said, if they don't build a stadium for the A's, they won't have any teams left in Oakland. Also, uh, in California, a five-mile drive takes 35 minutes. Uh, <laughs> Damien said, why not buy the Braves then? Yeah, but you don't have to. Hold on. Back to Matt. Uh, you don't have to drive the five miles. You've got public transit there. We ain't really got that in here. Like, oh, no. It's not no. happening in Memphis. Uh, Damien said, why not buy the Braves then? Well, he's he just crapping on everybody right now. I, I just don't know any of these teams are for sale. Like, people no, think, not. Well, I'll just buy whatever. You got some owners that are going, uh, the money's tight right now with those owners in New York, and they, they're ready to get out. They're ready to cash in their ticket. Yeah. So. Michael said, uh, Matt, five miles is more like an hour. L.A. is awful. Uh, well, I mean, we're talking about San Francisco, but it, it's still really bad. It's it's pretty awful. Um, Listen, you got the beach right there. Weather is beautiful. I'm sorry you're stuck in traffic. I'm really sorry. You know what it's like here? It sucks. We live in Mississippi, and it sucks. Okay? <laughs> I, uh, I want to hear about sunny and 75 every day of your damn life, and, oh, traffic's bad, though. It ain't, that, it ain't that in San Francisco. Traffic. I promise you that. It ain't that in San Francisco. It is cold. What did Mark Twain say? Uh, the coldest summer I ever spent in my life was spent in San Francisco. Or no, the the yeah, the coldest summer was that what he said? Damn, I, no I thought idea. I was going to sound smart for that real quick. It, uh, again, don't ever accuse us of being smart. Ben <laughs> said. Then we complained about how the wild card is only one game. Michael said, Ben, I don't blame you. I hate the Giants and the Dodgers. Uh, let's see. Joseph said, My first good gracious, I'll take it. Yeah, Joseph, you got a uh, you got a good one there, brother. Let's see. Public transportation equals COVID, Gary. Michael tossed that one in there, apparently. So, uh, and then he said, it's hot in L.A., Chris. No 75 degrees. Yeah, in, in SoCal, yeah, it's definitely that. In NorCal, oh, it's I'm sorry. Uh, 30-minute drive to the to the ocean is nice. Hot, ben said Sacramento's in a valley. Stuff cooks down here in the summer. Yeah, it cooks here, too. Feels like you're walking in a wet blanket, brother. I was going to say, we're walking. McGarry you say, it feels like we're walking around somebody's mouth. Yeah. Uh, Matt said, Matt's, uh, the Mets are only for sale because of the Bernie Madoff stuff. They are in debt. Yes, that is correct. That's I had completely forgotten about that. But that's that's what's going on. They're selling the team, and A-Rod's a part of it, and that's going to be a lot of fun. So I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. I think it's going to be good for baseball because I think A-Rod will, will, will bring a little spice. A little life, a little pizzazz. Yeah. I'm in with it. Uh, Michael said, Chris, you're killing me. Come on down to the breach, brother. I bet you get road rage. <laughs> And then Damien, one last one. He said, the Detroit Tiger, uh, Tigers are very cheap, just like the Lions. Well, yeah. No. There you go. Problem is, uh, is yeah, that they, Ford family that owns the Lions, I think they're worth a little bit of cheese. And, and they you ain't know, selling. You're not prying that from anybody's hands. They ain't selling. Ain't no problem. I don't know who the Lions owner, uh, who owns the Tigers. I should know that. I, I would imagine it's probably the same, the same no, bunch, wouldn't you think? No, I, I doubt it. I doubt the Ford family owns both of them. I am looking to see if there are any breaking topics. Da, 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 and I don't see I used anything. to know who all these owners were at one point in time because I was a big nerd. Uh, not oh, the, the Little Caesars founder dude. That dude's from Cleveland. That's surprising. That's really surprising. Um, did you know that the ESPYs were, uh, were last night? Yeah, I saw on Twitter somebody said, how terrible were the ESPYs last night? And I was like, what? Wait, the ESPYs were on last night? See, this is the problem with ESPN right now, okay? Two seconds on this. Go ahead. We, we can close out with this. They only advertise stuff that's going to be on their show on their network. 
buy a little advertising time on Amazon and, and Hulu and these other things so people can remember to turn your network on. I haven't turned ESPN on, on since the draft. Yeah. No, nope, yeah. since the Michael Jordan stuff. That's it. Yeah, like you much. have to tell me, and I'm not going to just be hanging out on your network already, okay? People who are hanging out on your network already are already going to watch this stuff because they just hang out on your network all day. But us normal people without live sports aren't just hanging out on ESPN anymore, okay? Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, these things are pretty fantastic. Yeah, oh, I agree. a lot of good stuff on there. Uh, ben said you should be glad you didn't watch it. Uh, Michael said the Bruce Lee 30 for 30 was good. Uh, yeah, but I mean, we can watch that on ESPN Plus. Like we don't have to. I didn't know that that was a thirty for thirty. I gotta find oh, somebody. Yeah. One of our buddies told us about the King Griffey Jr. doc last night. I did. I worshipped that guy growing up. I didn't know that MLB did that, so now I gotta go find that. Hey, Damien said. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Michael, by the way, said tomorrow we decide who's the cheapest franchise in sports. I think we could probably kind of dive into that one a little bit. We gotta define in sports. Yeah, because, because like MLS teams obviously not going to cost nearly as much as NFL. No, yeah, you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bet there's some minor league baseball teams that are that yeah. you could get for a couple sandwiches. You got that right. Uh, and then finally, last one, of course, this is the end of it. Right. Damien said, "Hey, you know y'all are old school wrestling fans. What are y'all's thoughts on the Undertaker announcing his retirement?" I thought the Undertaker had retired like three or four different times now. Oh, no, no, no. I like, thought he officially retired after WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania. They did like this big, but, but he also did this fight. Like, I thought it was, and then they did a documentary afterwards called The Last Ride yeah. about him retiring. Did he retire again? Because he hasn't fought since then. Uh, no. Like, now it's, it's as of today. It's, I don't Maybe know. he just filed his paperwork finally. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's what it is. I mean, it's just... It's an end of an era. I mean, we're... Oh, yeah. Obviously grew up with The Undertaker. Gary's little brother... Dressed as him. Yeah. But, you know... I... Yes, it's the end of an era. He's been doing this for, I mean, my gosh, almost 40 years at this point. Yeah, I think longer than we've been alive, so that's... uh, I'll tell you what I watched last Tuesday or Wednesday uh, after the show was over. Had a buddy come over. We social distanced, but we ate some dinner while my wife was out of town. And we turned on FS1 and watched the 1996 Survivor Series. And it was Undertaker against Mankind. And it was like The Rock's first uh, real appearance in the Survivor Series before he was actually called The Rock. Um, and who else did we have? Good gracious. Uh, Brett the Hitman Hart against Stone Cold. Like, also, it was it was pretty entertaining to watch. I'll tell you that. So, yeah, it's the end of an era. It sucks. Uh, but man, like how did his body not give out a decade ago? You know, I don't, I don't know. I, I do wonder, will we ever truly know the type of drugs that these guys were on? Because uh, I got to think this, there just has to be massive amounts of HGH running through every one of these dudes that are all, I mean, Rick Flair was getting out there and the guy's body is just has to be living off of HGH yeah. and steroids. Oh, 100%. Uh, another topic on this, The Undertaker, probably the last character that we will ever see who fully holds two character, like in, in his personal from start, life and that. Like, you never saw him outside of that. From start to finish, too, man. Yeah. Like, so many of these guys evolve and change. I mean, you brought up Stone Cold, and I brought up years ago how he originated as one of the bodacious blondes. And oh, then yeah. he, he had an image switch when he went to the WWE. 
And, and so did the, the Undertaker did that too, but the Undertaker just made it last forever, right? So no, he, he's changed his image, but he was always the Undertaker. No, no, he's uh, uh, he was what was his name like? Fantastic Mark or something. When he was in WCW, he was not the Undertaker. Oh, we don't know when he first started. Yeah, when he first started. Well, none of these guys are given a great gimmick when they first start. But agreed, agreed. He became the Undertaker and he stayed that his entire career. Stone Cold was actually very famous as a bodacious blonde and <laughs> just wasn't as famous. Uh, Matt said, he, uh, hey, he was on college game day for LSU versus Texas repping the horns. Yeah, I mean, yeah, believe yeah. that. And then Michael said, hey, isn't Kane the mayor down in Tennessee? Uh, he is. He, he is. is the mayor of, of Knoxville? or I think it's Knox County. It's Knox County. Yeah, yes. Knox County. I, I don't think that's where Knoxville is. but No, I, um, he's not the mayor of Knoxville. But He's yeah. mayor of a town in Knox County. Yep, Undertaker's little brother. Not in real life, but on, on the show. Believe it. All right. He's That's, good mayor, too. I, I, yeah. I, I like the guy. I like the guy a lot. From what I've uh, read from up there, seems to be running it just fine. So Really smart dude. Has a, just a logical way of thinking about things. Not always, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, the best, but. Jesse Ventura, you know, guys like that, they, they, they seem to. I'm a, now, now we're going to get a little political. I'm a big Jesse fan. We'll we'll dive into that tomorrow. We're already fifty minutes in. Let's go on and close this thing out. Um, all right, Damien said, "Sadly, we'll never get that dream match with Undertaker versus Sting." Nope, that one is uh is long gone. I think it's been gone for a while now. So, all right, you guys have been fantastic. All of you that jumped in the chat, of course, we owe the show to you. You drive the conversation. We definitely appreciate you always jumping in. Make sure that you share it out with your buddies and leave a nice review over on Apple Podcast, etc. Share it out however you do it, whether it's word of mouth. Or on Facebook, Twitter, etc., uh, Instagram, all that, whatever stuff. All these different social media profiles that I don't even know how many there are anymore. Tell everybody you know about it. We would definitely appreciate it. Uh, with that said, go to winningcureseverything.com. Check out the new layout. Tell me what you like about it, what you don't like, etc. And I think that's going to do it for today. Chris, anything else? That's it, brother. That is it. All right, guys. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.